there's a there's a quote that that my dad told me a couple of years ago, and and I think it's such an applicable quote to to kind of what we're talking about. And he said, Jake, the only shortcut in life is to start now, and that's one of those quotes that for me just hit me, and it was like, wow, you're so right. Like I could have all these dreams and all these ambitions and all these visions and goals, but if I don't start right now, all that is ever going to be is a vision or a goal or a dream. It's never going to be something that I'm taking to, taking to action. This is the Next Generation Education. We're talking to top entrepreneurs, thought leaders, international disruptors, while focusing on lifelong learning and how education can and needs to adapt in our modern world. You're listening to Start Ed Up. Here's your host, Don Wedrick. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Start It Up podcast, a member of the Education Podcast Network. Today we have on Jake Kelfer. He is the author of Elevate Beyond, a real-world guide to standing out in a job market, discovering your passion, and becoming your own person. I was uh, introduced to Jake from a former guest and a, and a friend, um, Arian Ney, and it's one of the things that I've been really thoroughly appreciating about this podcast is a lot of people have been recommending people to have on upcoming um, and I'm grateful for that. Also, um, starting in 2018, we're going to be featuring Friday focuses on classroom teachers who are doing amazing things. And I've been getting flooded with uh, recommendations on who to have on that part of the show. And man, I really, really, really appreciate that. Uh, Jake, uh, as you heard the quote at the top of the show, had, had some really great sound bites that just shook me. I love the quote from his dad. We also get into how this guy's just a doer. Um, I mean, he's done some really incredible things from just noticing that the NBA combine needs to be expanded. So he had uh, his own and he started that. He also, you know, works with a lot of uh, students and uh, basically is a motivational speaker and just does all sorts of amazing things. And the fact that he wanted to, at the very end, reach out and like get his book into more people's hands, the better. So he sent me a couple of copies, a couple of signed copies. So if you go to the end of the podcast, uh, you'll have instructions, but basically go to facebook.com slash start it up, leave a comment or two, and then you'll be registered. And I will choose two people at random to get you a copy of his book. Other than that, this is one that I think has so much practical application. I think you're thoroughly, thoroughly going to love it. So without further ado... Jake Kelfer. All right, now I'm with Jake Kelfer. Jake, we've we've contacted each other before. We hit it off way too well, and then I had to stop the conversation. I was like, "Hey, we should save some of this for the podcast." So now we can continue this awesome conversation. Welcome to the show. Hey, I'm happy to be here, Don. This is this is pretty exciting. We had a great conversation, and let's keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. So, um, man, I'm trying to remember who introduced us. Oh, I remember Aaron. Um, and he's like, oh, I should see what this guy's going on. And I contacted you and I expected like one or two things and you've got like five things going on at once. So let's unpack all the different things you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many different things going on. All of them are so exciting, but I'll, I'll kind of break it down into a couple categories. Um, the first that I got going on is, is I'm an author of the book, Elevate Beyond, which is all about how to stand out in the job market, discover your passion and become your own person. I wrote that as a uh, way to show millennials and the younger generations and people transitioning their careers really what they can be doing to stand out and create a name for themselves in the, in the workplace, whatever that may look like for them. And I combined that with a bunch of different awesome, awesome, amazing interviews with professional athletes, CEOs, uh, people from Morgan Stanley, Apple, and professors. 
Uh, so that's one aspect that I got going on. The other aspect is I'm a motivational speaker currently traveling the country on an eight month tour, um, talking to people about how to achieve their definition of success and really what that means. Uh, to go out there and achieve one's own unique definition of success and how to make that their reality. And then the other aspect that kind of brings my worlds together, sports and education, is I created the Professional Basketball Combine, which is a secondary NBA draft combine that helps players uh, reach their dream of playing professional basketball. So those are just a couple of things that I got going on, all exciting, all fun, and happy to break it down into into any way you want to take it. Yeah, so let's start off with the fact that um, you know, you're like me, you weren't built for the NBA, but, uh, you, you, you like the NBA side and like, I, I love the opportunities are everywhere mindset, right? Like I, I just love talking to people go, okay, so I noticed this. So I created that clearly you see an NBA draft that isn't necessarily acknowledging everybody or not, you know, it's not as comprehensive. So when did you come up with the idea of a secondary NBA combine? So our first year was in 2017, May of 2017 was the first ever professional basketball combine. And earlier that year and then the end of 2016 was when the idea started to, to kind of come to fruition. I had gone to in the summer of 2016. So, so take it back and come full circle. I had gone to a pro day, which is an opportunity for an agency to showcase their players uh, before the NBA draft. And I had seen that. And it had been hosted at this place called IMG Academy, which is in Florida, an amazing, amazing facility. And while I was there, though, I thought, well, what if there was a way to get more players here, not just one agency's players? And then it kind of sat, the idea kind of sat, and I talked to a couple people. And at the end of 2016, we kind of ramped up the idea, talked to IMG Academy, and they got on board. And so from January of, of 2017 to May of 2017, when we held the event, we just put everything together. Um, from the recruiting of players to getting the agents on board to getting the NBA teams to come to just making this a really, really valuable event for all of the different stakeholders involved. Um, and it led to an amazing, amazing first year. And we're really excited to, to get ready for 2018. Uh, yeah, I love that. And I like the fact that I, I'm not going to say the word hacked. You didn't necessarily like hack this together, but you certainly got creative. And, and again, I just like the fact that you saw an opportunity and boom, you went with it. So sticking with that theme of, you know, seeing opportunities, um, people have been, you know, starting to question the ROI of higher education. And you have seen a lot of people leave and say, okay, now what? Um, and, and, you're, and you're dealing with that. You're, you're talking a lot about this. Um, give us some, some good takeaways on, let's just say that I'm right now, I'm 23 years old and I am mortified because my, and I'm not, and I'm not doing this to pick on, but you know what, I'll just keep it generic. My major of choice, no one's hiring. What do I do? Well, first things first, take a deep breath. You know, I mean, so often people are so worked up about the pressure that they put on themselves, their parents put on themselves, society puts on themselves. And so the first thing first is just take, take a breath, you know, because if there's one thing I've recognized throughout, throughout my time so far on, on this earth is that life is a beautiful thing and we only get one shot at it. So we have to enjoy it as much as we possibly can, even when we think we're in a no-win situation. Um, so the first thing is to just take a breath and to be appreciative that you are where you are in the moment. 
once, once that's kind of done, you know, I always like to tell people, what do you like to do? You know, what did you do when you were a kid? What do you do now that puts a smile on your face? What can you do where you start working on something and then five hours later, the sun's down and you're like, holy crap, I'm, I needed to do so many other things today, but I got so preoccupied. When you can find that aspect of your life and combine that with your people skills, your personal skills, your networking skills, that's when you're able to formulate a career or formulate an opportunity to do something that you're super passionate about. And for me, just to, to relay that into my life is when I graduated school, I actually turned down all my job offers before graduating from USC because I was in pursuit of something greater. And I ended up taking a job with the Los Angeles Lakers. That job turned into me writing my first book. That led to me becoming a motivational speaker. That led to me becoming a founder of the professional basketball combine. But everything that's happened has been a result of my relationships with people. And I think that all of my continued success and all of people's success in general comes down to how do you build relationships with people and how much value can you bring to somebody else's life? I can't agree with you enough. Although I will say this, um, your first point is, you know, relax because you'll miss, you'll miss opportunities. And I think that's the, that's the cruel joke of when you have a good job and things are going along well, like all of a sudden little opportunities will pop up. You're like, you know, I don't know if I need to take it because things are going really well. And then all of a sudden your world's upended. Um, and then, and like when you really need something, you, it, it's so hard to see those opportunities in front of you because now you're in panic mode. And, and, and I think your point is, and what I love is that while you may be in times of decency right now, like you're either gainfully employed or you're a student right now, you should be building that network. You should be sending that cold email a day. You know, I, I, or, you know, in my class, what I have, I beg for them to send an email of gratitude a day and, and expect nothing Love from that. it. Just expect nothing from it. Because I, I don't like to, when, you know, when we condition people say, hey, go out and give somebody a compliment because, because tomorrow then you'll ask them to, to, to close the sale. No, 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 no. You know, I, I want my students to be good people. I want them to support what people are doing and encourage them because one day you're going to be low. One day you're going to need to pick me up. Or, you know, there could be one day somebody's going to say, hey, you were nice to me. I've got this super cool opportunity that I'm working on. That could happen, but don't expect it. But, but I, you know, to your, to your credit though, like, yeah, start now. Um, if you are in good times and if you are in bad times, try not to be mentally too distracted, start building that, that bigger network for sure. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a quote that, that my dad told me a couple of years ago. And, and I think it's such an applicable quote to, to kind of what we're talking about. And he said, Jake, the only shortcut in life is to start now. And that's one of those quotes that for me just hit me and it was like, wow, you're so right. Like I could have all these dreams and all these ambitions and all these visions and goals, but if I don't start right now, all that is ever going to be is a vision or a goal or a dream. It's never going to be something that I'm taking to take into action. So if I start now though, and I look back five years from now, I'll be able to say, wow, what an experience, what a journey that took me on. Because even if what I set out to achieve doesn't end up happening, something else will happen because of the people that I meet, because of the experiences that I have, because of the fact that I took action and started now. And so I think that when we're talking about higher education, when we're talking about entrepreneurship, when we're talking about pretty much anything. If you want something, appreciate the moment that you're in now 
and, and then take action to appreciate where you're going to be soon. And I think that that's such a valuable takeaway and something that I think about every day in my life is always like, okay, Jake, where are you at now? What are some of your goals? How do we get there? Let's take action. Even if it's just one little step today, let's take action so that when we look back on it, we'll have been able to say, we did it. We gave it our best shot and this is what happened because of it. One, congratulate your dad. Like I, I, that's going to go up on on the Wetrick wall. Um, We have a quote wall and um, there's been like four or five podcasts that I'm like, I will have that quote in my head forever. That's, 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 that's good. Just because like, it's so simple and he's right. The shortcut is start now. And and, and I, I, first of all, I always try to surround myself with positive people, but I, I have some people in my life that are, you know, downers. And sometimes they, they push back and they're like, Don, I heard your podcast and it's just not that easy. And I'm over here going, it is like, take it. <laughs> and, and, and so that the person is like, well, you can't just necessarily, because I, I had this, um, I was encouraging a friend of mine to start letting the world know what he's doing. And I'm like, Hey man, just like do a, do a Facebook video. I'm like those, those go over pretty well. I just can't do a video. I'm like, I don't have a camera. Do you have a phone? Well, yeah. I'm like, well, Facebook Live actually works better on the phone than it does a camera. Well, I mean, I just can't like just press lot. Like I can't, you say that I could just do it now, but no, I, no. And he just kept telling me and I said, give me the phone. And so (laughs) he's going to kill me for doing this. But like I said, Hey everybody, I'm here with fill in my friend's name. And I'm like, today we're going to be talking about, and I went and talked about his product. And I said, take it away. And he's like dumbfounded, but then he just kind of got into the flow and things went okay. I then pressed stop and I looked at him and I go, now what? (laughs) He goes, damn it. And I go, it was that easy, wasn't it? And and it's just so like, I think that's why it's so great to have a community and and have a, a network. Um, and clearly, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I now know that after talking to you the first time, I'm like, Hey man, I know I can count on Jake. And, and so if I do need a kick in the pants, I can ask you every now and like, Jake, I'm not doing well, go and kick me in the pants. And then maybe you'll have your dad's words of wisdom and then I'll do it. But I love that because it is that easy. Just do it now. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it, it really is as easy as taking the first step, but on the flip side, like I understand it can be difficult to do things, especially things that you don't think are easier, that you don't think are going to generate instant results. Well, for anybody that feels that way, you know, it's about this journey. And every time you take one step, it leads to something else. And the best part about life is you never know where that journey is going to take you, what path that you're going to go down, or how the greatness is going to happen. But if you commit yourself to pursuing your definition of success, and you identify what success looks like to you in all aspects of your life, and you take that first step, you will be able to start living that life that you've always dreamed of. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, if you have a job, if you don't have a job, if you're 10 years old or if you're 80 years old, all that matters is that you're willing to go on the ride and the journey and experience life for what life has to offer. The rest will figure itself out. Now, I'm not going to say that it's all, you know, easy along this path because it's not. And I'm still figuring it out. I struggle with it all the time. I fail, I succeed, I fail, I succeed, but I'm always learning, I'm always evolving, and I'm always trying to do something and to be better than I was the day before. Yeah. 
And, and, and my gosh, could you imagine how awful life would be on that first time you tried it and it was successful? Oh, yeah. And sometimes I have those ideas and I'm like, oh, this, this worked out beautifully. And then I'm like, wait a second. I don't think this worked out as good as it could have been because there was no struggle, right? Sometimes the more struggle I have, the more failure I have, the, the better it's going to be. I mean, oh, take absolutely. the combine, for example. Yes. Take the combine, for example. People, when I was talking to the agents about this concept, they're like, how long have you been in the business? And I'm like, I've been in the business for a couple years. And they're like, well, what makes you think you can change this industry or create an event and change the scope of the dates during the NBA summer that hasn't changed in 20 years. And I'm like, I love that. I love that. It fires me up so much because I hear it. I hear the negativity in their voice, the doubt. And I'm like, watch me. Let me show you how we can do this. And we did a great job, but there's so much more I can do. I can always get better. And that's just, I, I'm getting so fired up about it because it just, I just get so excited about the opportunities uh, life can bring and how you can channel negativity or positivity and use it to your advantage to, to live your story and to be that amazing person that you want to be. Um, it's just, um, it's just so powerful. Yeah. And, and having uh, one, the point you had made though, that if things aren't working out exactly right, not to fret, to reflect on it. Uh, I mean, I, that's why sometimes, and, and I think you'll probably remember, remember the VH1 behind the musics, right? The bands, the bands that had a first hit, everything else was downhill because the, the learning curve wasn't there. Like, hey, we played the G chord and everything worked out. And then song two just didn't go. And I'm like, well, you know, God bless the, you know, the, the, the mess ups along the way. So you could eventually work up to that hit. And, and I see that again and again. And, and even in my own life, there's been, man, I go back to a couple things I did in 2011 and it absolutely drove me because I was so mad that things, you know, oh, this is a done deal. This is going to be easy. This is going to be a layup. I fret over, wow, imagine had I landed that contract. Imagine if it worked out perfectly, I would not be where I am now and I would not trade it because I enjoyed that journey. And, mm, and I, I just keep going back to, you know, some of the things you were saying about that journey being so worth it. Um, but I keep going back to let that journey start as soon as you finish this podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you talked a little bit about your dad. So uh, talk to me about your mindset as a kid and has, you know, has that evolved or have you always been kind of a go-getter like this or, or what? Yeah, I've always I've always been a go-getter. You know, I, I'm very fortunate, Don, to to have two amazing, amazing parents. And I have a younger brother who's three and a half years younger than me. And we're we're incredibly close, our whole family. And so from a young age, I mean, my parents just put an emphasis on teaching me very important values. Um, and I've always, they've always told me to pursue my dreams that, you know, if I work hard enough for anything, I'll be able to achieve what it is that I set out to achieve. Um, they, they've always encouraged me to go after my dreams. And if I fail, they, they say, that's okay. Keep trying, you know, or, you know, they're always, they have always been pushing me to, to do what I want to do. And they've always supported me in everything. So, you know, I've been able to take a couple risks in my life. You know, when I got to college, my freshman year, I wanted to start my first company. I didn't know what to do, but my dad was like, Jake, look, I run a t-shirt and promotional product company. That's my business. You could do this for fraternities and organizations on campus, and you can use all of my facilities and my, and my materials 
and your expenses will be minimum. So you can really just focus on learning how to be an entrepreneur and trying to generate new customers, to figure out how to social media work, to figure out partnerships, to generate new business. And I was like, wow, that's so amazing. Like it's, it's having a parents like that. And my mom, who's been an entrepreneur and a professor her whole life, like just to have parents that show me what work ethic is and discipline and really have just driven me to mold me into this person that I am today who takes nothing for granted, but is always striving to, to make other people better and to give and share knowledge and things like that. So to answer your question in a roundabout way, my parents have been a huge influence on me. I've always grown up with this go-getter mindset, always wanting to be the best that I can be in everything that I do and not let other people dictate my happiness. Happiness for me is, is a choice and I could choose to be happy doing everything that it is that I'm doing um, because I'm here and I'm doing it and I'm living the dream and I'm constantly trying to get better and make the dream even more of my reality. So that's just kind of, that's kind of where I'm at now, but there's no way I would be where I'm at today without the love and support of, of my parents. And what I like about what you're doing, and and I think we're, we're definitely on similar tracks here is, um, you won the genetic lottery, right? And, and that's something I associate with too. My, my, my mom and dad are, have always been an influence on me and my sister and I are, you know, as thick as thieves. And um, what always breaks my heart is that, you know, I have students um, that don't have, as, uh, I, there's a big discrepancy in, in fathers. Um, I, I just, you know, I feel so, I feel terrible when, when some of my students don't have any relationship with their dads and sometimes their relationship with the mom isn't that great either. And I, I like it because, you know, you're out there and you're talking and you're, you're kind of trying to build that mindset, um, especially for the kids that don't have that. And I, actually, it's one of the things like I, I've, I don't necessarily look up to celebrities um, that much, but uh, Tony Dungy is one of those rare mm-hmm. few that, uh, you know, I will follow that guy, whatever he does, because he's, he's also kind of putting that focus on, you know, what if kids don't have that um, genetic lottery, like you and I have both won. Um, so tell me a little bit about your work and your book and, and how you're kind of inspiring others to have this mindset. Absolutely. I mean, I think, I think first, and, and just to kind of respond to, to that is, you know, yeah, I have this amazing family and I'm, and I'm so thankful for it. Um, but I'm also as compassionate and understanding and loving and tolerant and as accepting as of everybody else's story, because we all have a different journey. And everybody's going to go through different adversity. And I'm not going to say that I can directly relate to somebody that didn't grow up with a father because I can't. But what I can do is inspire and share the love that I have with other people, especially with students who are going through tough situations or, or people that have had a tough time loving others. You know, I just want to love everybody and really tell people, you know, you're, you're amazing. You know, you can do it, whatever it may be. You can live that life, right? Um, but to kind of get back into the work, you know, I, I touched, touched upon my book, um, Elevate Beyond. My next book is going to be called Elevate Your Network. That's going to come out hopefully in, in 2018, right after the combine is what I'm looking at right now. Uh, first time I've announced that. So that's kind of exciting. Um, but, you know, everything that I do comes back to this, this, this branch of elevating. And everything that I want to do is I want to if I see you in the street, I want to elevate your experience. If I see you at a grocery market, a grocery store, I want to elevate your experience. And that could be as simple as smiling at somebody. It could be as simple as saying, hi, how are you? And actually listening to the response. It could be as simple as shaking someone's hand, remembering their name and saying goodbye, Don. It was great meeting you. 
everything that I do is trying to elevate people to achieve that success. And that's, that's what, that's what I found is, is what I'm here to do at this point in my life. You know, I'm, I'm young, I'm 24 years old. So for me to be this young and to be able to do some of the things that I've done already has been remarkable, but it's just the beginning. I don't have all the answers. I, I am constantly learning and constantly trying to take messages that I hear from experts and people that have lived a full life and relay those and live their messages and their stories in my own way. And I think that that's something that a lot of young people have to realize is we're never going to have all the answers and you're never going to have all the answers until the day you die. But if you can learn a little bit from everyone and try to make everybody's life a little bit better in your own, then that's when you're going to start to see success and happiness. And all of these things will kind of fall into, into place in the way that, um, you know, was kind of meant to be. Yeah, I can't agree more. Uh, and, and, I, I like how the fact that, you know, you're correct. You can always empathize because we've, we've, we've led this charmed life. Um, but it's also kind of sharing and spreading that, that optimistic go get them attitude you have. Um, so detail a little bit about your book. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, first of all, when did you write it? What compelled you and, and um, all the details around it? <laughs> the book, the book's an interesting story. So, so, as I mentioned, I graduated from the University of Southern California. And as I said, I, I turned down all my job offers. Um, and then a couple months later, I was able to get a job to work for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, this was an incredible experience for me because I had the opportunity to work for my dream franchise. Like growing up at home, we have a room that is painted purple and gold with Laker memorabilia everywhere. It's called the Laker Room. Anyone that knows me that's been over is just like, wow. Like their jaw drops. We have a cardboard cutout of Kobe Bryant who I used to hang out with. Like that's my room, right? So to work for the franchise during Kobe's last season was unbelievable. Here's where it gets interesting though, is while I was with the team, there was something inside me that said, I, I can do more. I can impact more people. And so I came home one day after work and I, and I sat down and I said, Jake, what do you know and how can you help people? And this goes back to that value add mentality that I always have is like, what information do I have that I could share and help other people? And as I thought about it, I realized that I was the kid in college that went to those networking workshops, that went to the resume events, that did mock interviews, that was constantly helping other people try to secure internships or connect people. And I was like, you know what? I could write blog posts. So at this point, I had no intention of writing a book yet. I was like, I'm just going to write some blog posts. I start writing all these blog posts and all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, I have way too much information. No millennial, nobody younger than me is going to want to read all of this information. I need to make it an ebook. I need to make it an ebook because one, it gives me one cool space to put all of my content, but two, it allows me to create an ebook. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I meet with a mentor of mine and he's a professor at UCLA. And he said, Jake, hold on. This information is a book. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. A, a UCLA guy helped a USC guy? Yeah, can crazy, we, hold, right? Can we document this? I'm sorry. Sorry, my next door neighbor's uh, a former UCLA baseball guy. So I, I just wanted to hear it from you. Okay, continue. I was just in shock. Right, no, UCLA uh, grew up with his son and that's how, I, that's how I know him. And he's been an incredible person, incredible mentor for the, for the 10 plus years I've known him since I, was, since I was a kid. And he tells me, he says, Jake, hold up. You need to make this a real book. And I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And he says, 
this is this is book worthy. Like people across the country, schools and, and students, they need they need this book. And I said, okay. And he goes, is that going to be a problem? And I said, absolutely not, right? So I finished that meeting. I am jacked up. I'm juiced. I'm like, holy, holy, I'm in a book. I get home that night. I tell my family, I said, guys, I'm writing a book. And they say, all right, Jake, you go do it, right? And in their head, they're probably like, what the heck are you thinking? Like, I have no idea how to write a book. I have no idea how to publish a book. I have no idea about any of this stuff. But I was like, once again, I'm just going to do it and give it my all. But then the mentality of trying to be the best that I can possibly be comes in and I say, okay, well, if I'm going to write a book, I don't know how many books I'm going to write. So I need this one to become a bestseller. So while I'm writing all the book and I'm learning how to create a book, how to self-publish it on Amazon's platform, CreateSpace, I'm researching how to make it a best-selling book as well. And this whole process lasts about six months. And then I'm like, well, when do I release this book and how do I do a book launch? So I realized the Lakers weren't making the playoffs. Kobe's last game was April 13th, and he was going to retire at the end of the month. So I said, you know what? I'm retiring when Kobe retires. May 1st is when the book's coming out. So at the end of April, Kobe retires. I retires. The season's over. Both of us are getting our jerseys up in the rafters when that time comes. And I launched my first book, Elevate Beyond, on May 1st, 2016. And it goes on to become an Amazon bestseller in three categories, which was the most humbling experience ever. But it was just one of those things that I worked hard at it. I studied it. I asked people for help. And I just put out something that had a great message and it worked out. And once again, that has put me on a trajectory that I never would have imagined um, at this point in my career. So that's kind of that's how Elevate Beyond came to be. And it kind of yeah. just combines all of my experiences with these interviews. No, that's that's a that's a great that's a great story for multiple reasons. One, um, you didn't wait around for the perfect book. You really got a sample size by putting out blogs. And and I, it's funny. I, that's the exact same advice I got um, from a writer that I reached out to, and I owe a lot of gratitude to. You know, I, I I was like, hey, I'm thinking about this. I've had some offers, and I said, what should I do? And he says, put some of your writing out online and see what the reaction is. And so I love that because that's exactly what you did. You put it out there, people responded, um, and then you start teaching yourself. Um, I, I love the fact that you're like, all right, I'm going to get on CreateSpace and I'm going to get a, you know, research it and do it the right way and not just put it on there. Like, okay, I slapped it up there. You're like, okay, I want it to be successful. I want it to be great. I'm going to look for the tips and tricks and, and, and hard work and marketing and all sort of stuff. So uh, love it. So yeah, if you're, if you guys are looking, yes, it's on Amazon. Again, it's Elevate Beyond, subtitle, A Real World Guide to Standing Out in Any Job Market, Discovering Your Passion, and Becoming Your Own Person. Um, no, that's a great story. Uh, it's, it's obviously, um, you know, all that hard work came back. And I do like the fact that your, your boy, you know, when, when Kobe retires, you're going you're gonna to put it out there. So, uh, you know, good old May 1st. That's, that is a cool story. Um, so yeah, like, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to I just add one more thing to that. And it wasn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't even put all of the writing out in blog posts. And the crazy thing is I didn't have a huge email list. I didn't have a huge social following. I didn't have any of these amazing, amazing things that people say, spend all this time building and fostering, and then you can create something. I said, no, I'm going for it. And whatever happens, happens. But I knew because I started now, the only shortcut in life is to start now. Because I started now, something good was going to happen. And I didn't know what exactly it was at the time, but I knew that by taking that action and taking that first step, it would lead into something great. So I just thought I'd add that because a lot of times we, we just get stuck 
and we never actually take that action. But if you take that action, you can figure out the rest and constantly evolve and learn as you go. That's just great advice. That's great advice. So you've, you've been doing all these things. What's, you, you, what's next? Like you're always on the go and I know there's got to be a next challenge out there somewhere. Uh, is it more on the NBA side? Is it more on the education side? What's, what's next, man? There's so many things that are next. Um, but really, you know, you know, to be honest right now, the biggest thing for me is really focusing on, on this concept of living in the present and enjoying every moment that I possibly can while also figuring out how to build my businesses for the future and how can I impact the most amount of people, right? And that's, that's a huge struggle. And the reason it's, it, it, it's such a struggle, honestly, is because as an entrepreneur for me, I'm going, 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 going. But sometimes I forget to take a second and just say, Jake, you're, you're doing a great job or look at the message someone sent you. That's powerful stuff. Every one of these messages is going to impact that vision that you have down the road. But at the same time, trying to plan and create the vision for the future, it's a tough balancing act. Um, and it's something that I'm constantly working on. But, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to just learn. I read every day that I can. I listen to podcasts. Um, I'm constantly trying to just evolve and continue to build relationships. And the ultimate goal is every day try to one, improve myself, but two, to make someone else smile. And if I can do all of those things, you know, the rest, the rest of everything that I want to do will take care of itself. But to really just try to, you know, elevate people and, and, and be there for people when they need me and to be there for people when they don't need me. Um, and to, to provide a voice or a shoulder that people can come to for, you know, guidance, tolerance, and just somebody that's, that's there. Um, that's kind of what's next for me is to really hone in on that for, for the upcoming year. Awesome. Awesome. I love that, especially being in the present moment. I struggle with that. Sometimes I'm so obsessed on what is next and I'm so frantically working on some things that every now and then my wife has to tap me on the shoulder and say, Hey honey, present moment. So uh, I love that. That really hit home with me. Um, all right. So the book's there. I want you to, to direct anybody. Well, no, let me start that over. Let me start that over. Um, the one thing sometimes I, I often want to be asked is, is like, what did I miss out on? Cause sometimes I'll really want to be talking about something and I, I forget. So what is the one question you wish people would ask you? Hmm. I've never really thought about that. What, it, what is the one question I wish people would ask me? Um, you know, I guess one question that, that I guess people would ask me is, how do I keep my eyebrows so well, well, well groomed? You know, um, a, a little bit of a joke, but, you know, I, I have very bushy eyebrows. And when I was a kid, it was a little bit of an insecurity for me. But now it's, it's one of my biggest strengths. And I'm proud to have these bushy eyebrows. So on a joking side, you know, how do you maintain your eyebrows? And on a more serious side, you know, a question that, that I, that I wish people, you know, would probably ask me is Jake, like, how do you find it within yourself to, to always keep going and to smile, even when you're not having a great day? Um, that's, that's one of the questions I wish people would talk more about and to, and to let me share the, the vulnerability of, of the journey and the ride, um, and to discuss how I do that. Um, and to, to, to answer that, if, if you'd like, you know, it's, it's really about just knowing that what I'm doing is for a greater purpose. Um, yeah. knowing yeah, that, that, knowing that every day, if I can go to bed with a smile on my face, the same smile as I woke up, it's a great day. 
And in order to have a great life, you got to have a lot of great days. So if I can, if I can have great day after great day and smile after smile, that's going to get me through those tough days. And if I have a bad day, that's a loss for the day. That's okay. You can't win every game you play, but instead of losing, you can learn. And I just try to, you know, keep that positive attitude. And if I don't see someone that's upset, I'm going to try to give them a hug or put a smile on their face or tell a corny joke. Um, because it's, it's about everybody else. It's about really just building this, this life of, of gratitude and appreciation for, for what it is. Mm. Love it. Well, <laughs> and it's, isn't that funny that, you know, it's that old saying, the more you give, the more you get. And so, you know, on a bad day that you are having, if you're giving, you're, you're feeling a little better. So I, I love, love that mindset. All right. So we've talked about the book, we've talked about the NBA combine. We've talked about, you know, your workshops, all this sort of stuff. So tell everybody, you know, like they're dying to find you. Where's the best place? The best place is to either visit my website, which is jakekelfer.com or to, to follow me on social. You know, I'm really trying to be uh, focused on Instagram as I'm traveling the country for, for the beginning of 2018 and probably the entire 2018, honestly. But follow me on Instagram uh, at Jake Kelfer and all my other social media is at Jake Kelfer. But would love to would love to connect with anyone that's listening. Would love to share my journey. Would love to hear about your journey. Um, and really just, you know, I love, like I said, I love connecting and I think people are the future and how we treat others is really going to go a long way. So would love to connect jkelfer.com or at jkelfer on social media. All right, Jake, man, I'm telling you, I, I really appreciate it. I love the enthusiasm. I love the insights. I love your dad's quote. I'm serious. Make sure you say something to him. That's, that's, that shook me, man. That was a great one. So, so good. Um, but no, I appreciate what you're doing. I love the fact that you're finding these opportunities and, and just serving others and, and making sure, you know, you, you pass on that mindset is, is so important. And, and uh, I mean, I, I'm hoping that you touch even more lives and I'm, I'm hoping to play some sort of part in that. So yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you heard the man, you know, at Jay Kelfer on all social media platforms and uh, get back with him and, and uh, check out his stuff and uh, check out the book. Again, the book was called Elevate Beyond, a real world guide to standing out in any job market, discovering your passion and becoming your own person. Jake, man, I appreciate you being on. And it's been a pleasure. And one last thing I'll, I'll let the audience know is if, if anybody's interested in my upcoming book, I would, I would gladly give away five free chapters um, of the book and I'll send the link when it's ready. Um, and we can, we can link it up in the, in the show notes if that's all right. would love to give a little gift of gratitude um, for everyone that, that has taken the time to listen today. So I'll make sure I get, get that link over to you. And anyone that's interested can download five chapters of, of my book my upcoming book, Elevate Your Network. And I'll also make sure I get a couple copies of Elevate Beyond um, into some of your audience's hands. All right, there you go. There you go. So it'll be in the link, uh, definitely in the links uh, on, the, on the podcast and check it out and um, get back with them. All right, Jake, again, appreciate you being on and uh, we'll have to do this again sometime. Absolutely, Don. It's been an amazing pleasure. Thanks so much. All right, we'll see. We'd love to hear your feedback. Leave your comments, questions, and suggest show topics at startedupinnovation.com. Follow us on Twitter at Let's Start Ed Up and Facebook.com slash Start Ed Up. We're back next week with a new episode. 